Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Welcome back to the Music Movies Podcast. I am your host, Ben Young. And with me tonight, we have my special guest. Once again, it's Drew Keen coming at you. How are you doing it, tonight? It's me, Willy Wonka expert. Uh, super stoked about this. Ben, want to know why I'm so excited about this movie? Why? Tell me. Because the listeners finally get to find out how you got your nickname. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Because Ben Young is, an, is the Candyman. Yeah, man. that is true. You have been calling me that for years, and I yeah. think it's it's an appropriate title. I've, I'm yeah. staring at a whole thing of candy right here in my theater room. I have never met anyone who has more candy in their house. <laughs> Other than you, and that's only because I've I've never met the the real Willy Wonka who has a chocolate <laughs> castle. Listen, I can't say it's a good thing. It's a it's an addiction. It's, it's a, a real fun, problem, and it's I'm a trying problem. to fix it. It's a problem, but everybody has their vices. But yes, <laughs> uh, you're correct. Tonight we're talking about the musical of the month. It's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Man, here we are. And, Episode and it's not nine. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for it's all not. you fucking assholes out there. It is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate no. Factory, the only one that matters. I do agree with that. Don't at me. Yeah. But yeah, man. Episode nine. How how crazy is that? I'm loving it. Giving people I really am. the podcast they didn't ask for. But the podcast they need. Give us a yeah. five-star review on Apple Podcasts when you get a chance. Yeah. Check it out on Spotify, Overcast. What's up, y'all? Yeah. Um, all right. So let's do it. Let's start off with the did you, you. know. Oh. oh, shit. <laughs> did you know? Rotten Tomato score. Critics, 90%. Pretty damn high. Yeah, I'll take that. Audience, 87%. Pretty Fuck neck Pretty neck and neck. What, what do you expect? Should have been a ninety-nine. Should have been a hundred. Um, damn it. Yeah, it's still high though. Regardless, but um, it was. I mean, this movie's incredible. It I is really good. Anyone has to say about it. Funny that you say that though. It is a really good movie, but it. Cost three million dollars to make, which is super cheap now. I guess back yeah. then it was about nineteen seventy one when yeah. the movie came out. You know how much mo money it made though? In the how much? Four point five million dollars. It barely Coming on covered. Top. <laughs> Coming out on top. Um, the thing about it though, whenever I do like this minimal research on like how much money these movies make, oh, I can so never see. Thing is, you're not trying. I listen. I am trying. I'm trying enough. But I can never find out how much money these movies are making like on cable TV and DVD releases and stuff. Dude, this movie probably made a fucking killing on the back end. Like, it's always on uh, TV and yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's because it's really good. Because it's fucking incredible, yeah. Yeah. 
It, it withstands the test of time for sure. Um, it's based on, I'm going to get right into it. It's based on the book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by, what's the author's name? How do you pronounce his name? Um, wasn't his name like Raul Dahl? Yeah. Now, listen, that's how I thought you pronounced his name as like, well. Since like fourth grade, I've been told that it's Raul Well, Dahl. I looked it up. It's actually pronounced Ru-all Dahl. Ru-all Dahl is actually his, the pronunciation of his name. Did you know that? No. I, I, well, I just found that I've been lied to for most of my life. <laughs> By a bunch of idiot teachers, maybe. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not kidding about Andrew McCarrie being an idiot. <laughs> Dude, you can't call him out. It's his birthday. <laughs> it is his birthday. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Luke. <laughs> no, not not idiot teachers. I thought it was pronounced, <laughs> to be fair, I thought it was pronounced the way you pronounced it as Raw well. Raw as, as I've been told my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Do you got a did you know for me? I do have a did you know, Ben. So... Uh, Gene Wilder build a, uh, beat out a lot of famous names for this role. Uh, Fred Astaire and Peter Sellers were going to be Gene uh, Gene Wilder's character, Willy Wonka. And okay. then Gene Wilder also beat out all six members of Monty Python, including Graham Chapman and John Cleese. Oh, wow. He beat out a lot of people, and I think rightfully so, because he fucking killed this role. I don't think I th anything anybody else should be playing Willy Wonka. There isn't a better Willy Wonka ever than Gene Wilder. And then he, after he won the role, uh, he only accepted it on one condition, which was uh, when he makes the first entrance, he'd like to come out of the door carrying a cane and then walk toward the crowd with a limp. And after the crowd sees Willy Wonka as a cripple, they all whisper to themselves and then come out and then become deathly quiet. And this cane sinks in the cobblestones and he does his fucking flip, and he blows the brains off of everyone. I did read that as well, and I think part of the reason why he wanted to do that was to, yeah, to keep everybody on their their toes, whether to he keep was like... To keep them all guessing. Is yeah. Kind of it's been closed for three years. Cool fucking entrance, man. I love it. And apparently it took him two weeks with stuntmen to learn how to do that. Is what I read. I did not know yeah. that. That's pretty fucking. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Back to Ruol Dahl. A lot of my did you knows go come back to the writer. Apparently he was. Don't. Apparently he was a spy, an ace fighter pilot, a chocolate historian, and a medical inventor. On top of the fact that he wrote all these fucking books that were like super successful, so this guy pretty much just kicked ass at life while we're doing a music movies podcast. Pretty cool, I, mean, I thought. Yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean not to take anything away from but like what time is like what time period was he around in? I don't know. No. Guess Good I research. should look that up. Here's a great did you know. Let's is hear it. That um most of the reactions in this movie and almost all the reactions are for real. So like the chocolate room, mm -hmm. that was the, ch that was the actor's first time seeing the, f the chocolate room. So I they're, read that. they're shocking. Also. And then obviously uh, the boat ride mm -hmm. was, was keeping it. So you actually could see actual t like fear. Yeah. 
Uh, we'll talk about that boat ride when we get into the scene breakdown, but that's pretty cool, and I think it's uh, a great way to film a movie to get that genuine reaction out of your actors. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's almost not a thing anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, speaking of the chocolate or the that big candy room, apparently the chocolate river was made of 150 gallons of water, real chocolate and cream, and apparently yeah. it like spoiled and smelled awful. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I wonder how long they had to film that scene for to be around that. Yeah, ugh, it's a mess. Do you um, got any more? With, with that, um, about a third of the chocolate room was actually edible. Really? Okay. Yeah. So the cup that he bites during mm -hmm. Pure Imagination was actually not chocolate. It was made of wax. Wax. I did read and that. And he had to continue... They had to hold him from spitting it out in that scene. Fucking gross. Like, D incredible. When I saw that scene, I I had always wondered, like, what the hell is that? What is that made of? Because he just, like, is sipping it, and then he just takes a big bite. It's like... Right. But to find out that it's wax, it's like, ugh, I mean, as gross. a kid, actually, I was, like, I was like, this whole room is made of candy. Yeah. Pretty unsanitary, but... As a kid, come on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, suspend disbelief. Um, there was supposed to be a sequel to this movie. I'm called, glad there's not. Called Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. But, I think I knew this. But Rue Aldall didn't really like the original movie, so he, he was it. like, so he said, "You know what? I'm not going to give you permission for a sequel." And like you, you know just what? said, "Fuck y'all." I think a sequel probably would have sucked because Willy Wonka handed over the keys and it's like, if there's no Willy Wonka, there's no me watching the movie. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's not. I yeah, wouldn't watch it. I don't want to watch that. When but, was the first time you think you saw this movie, Ben? Dude, I don't know. I was probably, I don't know, like in my think 70s or something. Yeah. Came out in 1971, so yeah, you, yeah, you might have been 71. I might have been. But before that, who knows? Yeah. Uh, in real life, I might have been like, I don't know, a little kid, eight, maybe seven, eight, when I started really like paying attention to movies. I'm pretty sure my parents probably showed it to me. When's the first time you saw it? Do you know? I don't know. And I, I wish I had the time today to call my parents and find out. But it was... Uh... Definitely as a young kid, and I remember watching it all the time because it's actually also one of my dad's favorite movies. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's part of the reason why I thought to do this movie because I remember your dad bringing this movie up. I didn't realize, I think, before he told me that, like, how funny the movie actually is as an adult. Yeah, because as it is a like kid, one of the most unintentionally funny movies of well, all time. It's just so deadpan. The way that Willy Wonka talks, and it's like so uh, sarcastic with everything. Yeah. Um, dry sarcastic. Dry, yeah, just so dry. And it's awesome. It's really it's good. <laughs> and um, it's stuff that you don't pick up on as a kid. I don't even think that, like, 
when I watched the movie as a kid, I was thinking that it was a kid's movie. I still feel like it's not really a kid's movie in ways. I don't think it's a kid's movie at all. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a horror movie. <laughs> Dude, for real, I wanted to bring that up. A lot of these scenes scare the shit out of me, and they scared yeah. the shit out of me as a kid, too. Definitely. Speaking um, of, so, but go ahead. I also I also think, like, if, if it wasn't pointed out to you that like, this movie is extremely sarcastic, you don't catch it. Like, you almost have to be looking for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because some of the... He, like, just throws those lines in, like, super quick. Just one hitter. Just one, bang, yeah. Bang, bang. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, because you're just sitting there watching, and then you hear it, and he's like, wait, what did he just say? You gotta you rewind know? it. I, yeah. I rewind it a couple times. So yeah. I, 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 it's fun, I, I, dude. Yeah. Also, like, numerous times, like, I was laughing. Oh, and yeah. Like, Rachel in the other room was like, what is so funny? Like, this fucking movie. This man. fucking movie. So good. Yeah. So with that, how about we get into the scene breakdown so we can talk about some of these great one-liners, some of Let's these great break scenes. It down. Let's do it, man. The first scene, I love this fucking scene, man. This this first scene of just being in a candy store. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, as you said, I love candy. I go to these candy shops down the beach in Disney World, and. It's just like a thing for me. Even at the fucking Walgreens, I'll be like, all right, got to go down the candy aisle. And I live up the street from a candy store. Are you serious? What's the name of it? Yeah, the name of the candy store is Candyality, and they have a Willy Wonka like mural outside of the store. That's pretty damn cool. I wish I could check it out sometime. Maybe one day. Maybe. But you can get everything on Amazon now. So True. maybe not, but it is always, it's still cool for me. It's still fun for me to go into a legit local type candy store. Um, the thing that I first, let, because this is a music movies podcast, this is the musical of the month. The guy breaks out in the song, the candy man and can, this is a good song. What do you think? Do you want to know why he can do it? Why he can do what? Why he can he it with love. Oh. So you do like this song. Love this song. All right. That's the only answer I'll, I'll accept. It's a great song. It's a cool scene. I do have a question. Why is the guy just, he's just handing out his candy for free to all the kids in there? Yeah, like, he loves it, man. He loves yeah. what he does. Guess what? He loves it until poor old Charlie comes along. Hey, can I get a <laughs> A little candy bar, and the guy's like, hey, pay up. Pay up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, great scene, great song. I don't know that it's my favorite song. I don't know it's that it's the best song. song it's not the best song, but it, it's, it's up there. To open a movie. I'm going to say top three for me in this movie, but it's not number one. I got a number one. Do you have a number one? Do you have a number one best yeah. and favorite? And is it the same? Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I'm uh, sure I, it's, it's got to be the same. It's got to be this. It's got to be the same. Okay. I, I'm guessing it. I'm going to bet that it is the same song that we have this time. It wasn't for Lion King. This time, I think we're on the same page. I think so, too. Okay. So we find out we we meet our main character or one of our main characters, Charlie. He's got a newspaper route. 
And we follow him to the Wonka factory. And he's just like peering off into the factory like, man, that's where the dreams are. In this world, for whatever reason, everybody is really wondering what the hell is going on in this candy chocolate factory. It's like, I don't know. How how would you describe this, Keen? Like, like, uh, um, like a a popular baseball team or something in a big city like everybody is just like super hyped about this place yeah i mean obviously they make it seem that the city you know ran off the chocolate factory and since it closed down closed its gates people are like wondering like hey man what the fuck is happening that's a good point and that's where like some dude is that like a homeless man or somebody it like a street sweeper? <laughs> I have I just have heard as, as crazy dude assaults Charlie. Dude, when I was watching it, I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Fucking watch those hands, sneak bro. creep coming out of nowhere. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I was like, holy shit! He probably started and shit his pants. Yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, so, like, you know, like a little pee came out, right? Yeah. Like a little pee came out of me watching the scene. Change my shorts. <laughs> um, I think the guy tells him something important though. It, I think he just tells him exactly what you told me. Like nobody, uh, nobody goes in, nobody comes out. Nobody comes out. Yeah. yeah. But um, so moving along though, we get to Charlie's home, and you find out. His four grandparents have been bedridden for 20 years. 20, ye- 20 fucking years. Like, not only are they bedridden for 20 years, which makes no sense. No. How old are they actually? <laughs> and it's yeah. Uncle Uncle George and Aunt or George. Grandpa. Gina. Is it grandpa. an uncle? Okay, go no, ahead. No, it's grandpa. It's grandpa. Grandpa George, Grandpa, Grandma Georgina, Grandpa Joe, and Grandpa, what, Josephine? Joe- yeah, that sounds right. And they're all just laying in bed. Four Not people. Four of them. I understand that. Listen, I understand that they're poor. They're on tough times. None of them can walk. Not a single one of them. For 20 years, all, all four of them. Well, he says Jesus. that Grandpa Joe would walk if the floor wasn't so cold. Oh, my God. Actual line in the movie. Or if he got a golden ticket, apparently. But Okay. I think he's just lazy. I got a little bit of an issue with Grandpa Joe. Let me I tell mean, you. He's, he's a piece of shit. He kind of is. He kind of yeah. is. Let me talk. Yeah, here's a good, great point. So Charlie brings home. He brings home some bread. He, he's like, hey, guys, look, I've been busting my ass out here. We've been eating this terrible soup that my mom is making us. Been living like shit for weeks. Let's. Let's live it up a little bit. I got this big loaf of bread. And his mom is kind of like feeling bad for Charlie and is like, hey, like, where'd you get this? Like, we don't want you paying the money that you, you know, earned on to to feed us all. And what does Grandpa Joe say? He says, What's he say, Ben? What difference does it make where he got it? Point is, he got it. Grandpa Joe, always the first one. To jump in and be like, hey, give me some of that. Hey, give me some of that. Oh, it's my golden ticket. Oh, it's my loaf of bread. It's like, Joe, take it down a notch, okay? Leech life, yo. Yeah. 
God, I don't know. What are you? You got any opinions on that other than what I just uh, said? I mean, you, you kind of hit on. I mean, I the only line I like is like, "When a loaf of bread looks like a banquet, I have no right buying tobacco." That's a good point. That's a good line. Yeah, yeah, it's a good line, and so, he's right. Before this, that means he'd lay in bed all day and smoke, smoke a fucking, fucking cigar. <laughs> Or a, a pipe, you know, he smokes a, a, like a... Yeah, like a I guess so. Like Asshole. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a you're, dick move. You're spending all your money on tobacco. How are you getting the tobacco anyway? Are you sending your daughter out there to get it? Like, I get to feel like a big baller, but he is not, He's not. a big baller. He lays in bed all day and smokes Yeah, it'd be one thing if he was... And he also oh lays in bed with three other people. <laughs> three other people. It's like, dude, what the hell? Do they get out of bed to like use the bathroom, or do they just get like bedpans and? and like, where does everyone else sleep? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's does everybody? Uh, it's not. I don't get it. All right, we got to move on from this bed talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But um, so Grandpa Joe, he's good for a couple things, I guess. Um, he talks to Charlie about how. The Wonka factory was closed, and that this guy Slugworth, he's the worst because Slugworth he stole the ideas. I think. Am I right sent, about that? Yeah, sent spies in to, to try to steal recipes. Yes. So, you know what he did? Just like P Diddy, he shut down the studio. Exactly. I'm shutting the studio down. So he was talking. <laughs> so he was talking to Charlie about that. And then we cut to a scene where we're in class and we find out about this Wonka. What what would you call this? A contest? It's not really a contest. It's just sort of like a luck of the draw type of game. Yeah. Also, the teacher might be one of my favorite characters. In this oh, my movie. God. This guy is fucking funny, man. <laughs> dude. I love this dude. What does he say? He has a great... <laughs> he was saying, so, well, like he asked him a question. Like he asked Charlie to come and help him. He's like, "There's a while now." I was like, "Well, of course you don't know, because if you know that you'd be teaching a class, and then I wouldn't be doing anything." <laughs> I'd just be preposterous. Yeah, that's a great like, line. I love this because I've done this in real life before. Uh -huh. Probably someone that you shouldn't do it to. <laughs> yeah. So I was working at this event with the Blackhawks here mm -hmm. in Chicago, and uh, one of their star players came up to me and said. Uh, yeah, man, thanks for doing this, man. Uh, you know, I can't really cook. And I was like, yeah, I'm really glad that you can't because if you did, we'd have different jobs. <laughs> like, you can't play hockey. If I played hockey, I'd be where you're at. And if you could cook, yeah, you'd be where I'm at. exactly. But um, see how things are? <laughs> yeah, that's how, it, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> he just fucking stared at me like I was like, who's A like, fucking idiot is... Yeah, like, you should have just been like, just, uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Willy Factory. Wonka, <laughs> You ever see that one? They don't play no. that in Canada. Uh, the thing that I the the line that I have written down with the teacher is when the student comes up and tells him about the the contest and everything, and he goes, "Class dismissed." No, no, it's only for five people. Class undismissed. That was great. Um, so then this is where we start to get introduced to the kids that are continuing to find the golden tickets. The first kid we are introduced to is Augustus Gloop. This kid's just sitting at his table, just eating away. Chowing uh, down. Chowing down. 
he doesn't have a whole lot of lines in the movie. Um, one of the more memorable scenes in the movie, even though he doesn't have so many lines, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about this scene other than I have, Slugworth. I have a little something. Okay. <laughs> Go so ahead. So what am I, like, there's some, a lot of great things in this scene. Okay. Is one, it cuts to the newscaster, the, the field reporter. Oh my, does he take? <laughs> and he, and he, well, first of all, he has like, it's just, and there's a, like a deer head behind him, but the guy's skull is in the way. So you see a, a, a human head with deer heads coming out of it. <laughs> okay. It's, just, it's a little thing that people miss and it's so funny every single time for me. Uh, and then he's like, oh, you just got the first gold ticket. How does that make you feel? And he goes, hungry. <laughs> does he take a bite out of and like a microphone or something? He cuts, they cut to the dad. And he says, How do you feel? And he just fucking takes a bite of the microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's funny shit, man. Hilarious, man. And then Slugworth out of nowhere. Oh, well, yeah. The- Slugworth keeps coming out of nowhere. I'm wondering how the hell this guy gets around. On whose dime, man? On and whose dime? Also, yeah, it makes well, you think. Like, well, maybe Willy Wonka's since he was like a spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert! God damn! <laughs> Sorry, I spoiled this hundred-year-old movie. You but, haven't seen this forty-nine-year-old yeah. movie by now. <laughs> yeah. Um. You were talking about. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh. Yeah, how Slugworth gets around makes no sense, and also, yeah. uh, it leads you to believe, like, obviously seeing it later and then continually watching through the movie is how did Slugworth get like did, were, were all of these people pre-picked there is a theory out there isn't there that they were I mean I'm sure I feel like I, I feel like I sort of read that somewhere that Willy Wonka might have had it pre-selected somehow which maybe he did he's a really smart guy um he is because otherwise, it doesn't make sense that Slugworth is there all the time. Every just, time. Every single time. But okay, you just sort of suspend disbelief otherwise and just go along with it. Um, Moving on from there, though, we cut to a scene where it's Charlie's birthday. I feel bad for Charlie throughout this movie, man. He's just a poor kid. He gets a scarf for his birthday. Yeah, Super terrible. about it. <laughs> terrible birthday present <laughs> it's a really it's a really shitty it birthday. might be one of the worst ones you can get <laughs> yeah i mean to sick. to be honest man like that sucks but you know charlie's a great kid so he's gonna be happy about it um but he also gets the more important gift he gets a chocolate bar a, a wonka bar um, well, hold on. Here. Okay, this all is, right. This is where I have a huge question with this, and this was brought to my attention while watching this movie today. Mm-hmm. Um, what he gets is like a marshmallow, like pie kind of deal, like chocolate covered thing, because he breaks it, you know, in the quarters. But earlier they said you have to buy Wonka bars to get the golden, the golden ticket. So do they give him the wrong candy and still hope he'd win? <laughs> I didn't pick up on that, but that would be hilarious if, and that would be a typical mom move. Sorry, mom. If like, it's just like, like they just get to get the to get the thing that you asked for, but it's just a little bit off. That's had to have happened to you before, oh, yeah. where you ask for something and then they just get the. It's just not a right. Zillion times. A zillion times. Yeah. 
No, but I hear exactly what you mean. I'll have to go back and watch that scene. It's like, like they, got they can the, say like you you have to buy a Wonka bars. Like this is not not the Wonka the right. Bar. This isn't the right fucking bar. That'd like be hilarious. Pie gun yeah. <laughs> the thing that I found funny about this scene is uh, Grandpa Joe being the idiot he is. You got more a chance because you want it more. What? No, you don't. <laughs> it's a fucking luck of the draw. Hey, I want to win the lottery all the time. All the time. Yeah, I really want to win it. I want to yeah. win it more than anybody. It doesn't. No. That doesn't matter. I also like that Charlie hits him with the old Philly fake out. Oh, I have that written down too. The thing that I thought that was a weird reaction though that he had when he goes, "I got it," and then his reaction is. Fooled you, didn't I? Fooled I didn't. You know, he's I like super he would, upset. I thought it was weird that he even tried to figure it, knowing the fact that he had the wrong fucking candy bar. <laughs> he, he's just such a nice kid that he didn't even have the balls to say to his mom, "Hey, ah, uh, this bitch, is the wrong one. The wrong candy. <laughs> this is the wrong candy. Get your uh, shit together, mom. Yeah. Um. So." We move on to meet Veruca Salt. She's the yeah. I want it now girl. She's just a spoiled little brat throughout this she's entire the, movie. She I is the second now. worst kid in the movie. Second worst. I was going to ask you if you have a power rankings of shittiest to best kid. Maybe we'll break this down later. You're saying second? That's Second. interesting. Okay, hold that thought for later because I thought I was going to put her one, but I'm wondering who your number one is now. Um, but so she's a spoiled brat. Um, her dad is having his whole company. I don't even know what the fuck his company does, but they do peanuts. The peanuts. salt oh, peanut yeah, Well, that makes sense then. And it also is weird because it's the play of. Uh, his name's Henry, and his wife's name's Henrietta. To continue with the Joe and George, Joe, George jo okay, and yeah, Joe and Josephine, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so one of the workers, though, this woman finds the ticket. I'm asking myself, yo, this seems like the most important thing. This is a lottery ticket. There, why doesn't this woman just fucking pocket that shit and just? <laughs> Get out of die, because that job can't be paying that much. I mean, come on. I mean, they're, they're offered a one pound bonus on their paycheck. If Is that mean. what it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch the movie. And so, what's more important, <laughs> a lifetime supply of chocolate or one pound bonus? Because if you had a lifetime supply of chocolate, you could just be like, you could set up your own chocolate I'd, shop. I'd open a candy store and just yeah, sell, the shit just I got for sell free. it. Yeah, you could sell it at uh, in bulk. You know All that scumbag style scumbag there we go there it is gotta have our scumbag section of the uh of the, of the of the show and here it is what we would do with if we won is we take the old field trip to the old chocolate factory and then win that some bitch and turn on that on and sell it at a profit now you're thinking it's called business it's, yeah Yo, I got a lot of business things to talk about in this movie, but we're getting big to them. Big business show. The yeah, it is. About. Big business show. <laughs> so Slugworth, he shows up again, and I'm still wondering how the fuck he shows up, but we cut to another scene that's really funny. It's uh, 
this guy, he's got a computer, and he's like, this is going to tell us where the last three golden tickets are. And the computer goes, I won't tell. That would be cheating. That would be cheating. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let me try it again. And he's got like people watching him. And then the computer goes, what would a computer do with a lifetime supply of chocolate? Yeah. Good scene, man. That was Great funny. Scene. Yeah. All right. So we meet Violet. She's annoying as shit. I don't know how she. Gum chewer. Yeah, I don't know how you chew a piece of gum for as long as she's chewing. Have you? You've chewed a piece of gum before. I don't care what the flavor is or what brand it is. It usually goes to shit in about I don't know two minutes tops. Yeah, I would say the <laughs> longest I chewed a piece of gum is maybe forty-five seconds. And then yeah, and then it's awful. I'm also at this like gums like all right I'm over this just spit it out yeah yeah it's either spit it out or you add another piece to the equation for me anyway <laughs> yeah I'm more of a I like more mint than I do uh, like gum I'm more of a gum fan like the bubble bubble gum like, like big the, league chew yeah big league chew is great. Remember home run gum? Sure don't. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, you do. Newark National, I... you go to the concession stand. You get those little balls of gum that said home run or base oh, hit. Yeah. Like the the baseball. Uh, yeah. Man, that gum was terrible. Yeah, I hate you. That gum was great. I loved it. It wasn't. I... Listen, I love that gum, and I'm standing by it. <laughs> we, all make, we all make bad decisions. <laughs> not as bad as that woman not holding on to that ticket. Should have held on. Got yep. the yeah. Anyway, cut to a scene where Charlie's talking to his mom. He's basically begging her for just a little bit more money to get a chocolate bar. Like he's like. Why can't I get this? Like, I'm out there busting my ass. I'm being a good kid. You got me a scarf and the wrong chocolate yeah. bar instead. <laughs> you got me a fucking scarf and the wrong chocolate bar. All I want's the right shit. Yeah. And she's I'm like, out here busting my ass. I'm like yeah. 12 years old. Yeah. And she's pretty much like, uh, I'm I'm sorry. And he runs away We're broke. off the, Yeah. We're he, broke. he runs off into the city. And this is a scene that I got an issue with, man. So, and I just found this out tonight. This next scene actually got gets cut in a lot of the TV broadcasts. Oh, and really? You, and you want to know why? It's because it's a fucking terrible scene. This song is horrible. <laughs> it fucking sucks ass. Worst That's part of the movie. Why, dude? I didn't even remember this fucking scene. She's singing this song called "Cheer Up, Charlie." Cheer like, up, Charlie. What is going on here? There's so such bad. there's like three or four great songs. And then this song, it's like it's dude, fucking stinker. It is like really bad. It's like Beatles Honey Pie or something. Ugh. It's like yeah. It's I, I didn't remember it. And it's probably because I maybe didn't see it or wanted to block it from my memory because there's nothing else to say about it. It's a really bad song. Horrible. And, and it I guess like, she works at like a uh, laundry mat, but she's just like 
Looks like she's making clothes stew. Is that where she was? I thought they were at their house. <laughs> no, that's her. She's at work. And then she goes to the window and just sings a fucking terrible song. God, she works at a terrible place. It's like so fucking it's bad. It's so bad. It's like the most depressing song. Mm. Is it? I'm going to throw this out there. Is it the worst song in a movie we have reviewed on the Music Movies podcast thus far? I think no. it might be. Oh, okay. What do you do? You we have know an what answer. I'm, we both know what I'm going to say. No, I don't. Go ahead and say it. The yesterday version of Help is the worst song we've we've reviewed so far. I think I'd rather listen to a half hour of the worst version of Help than a half hour of Cheer Up Charlie. I mean, cheer up, Charlie. I mean, I would just I'd go to Snoozeville. I you would just fall asleep through it. I can't. Begin to describe, and I hate that we're like how pissed off I was the, the two hours that let's I watched not, that movie fucking yesterday. Let's not we're get not into getting that. back into it. <laughs> All right. Bottom line, that song is ass. Terrible. <laughs> terrible song. Uh we go and meet Mike TV. This kid is this kid is wild. Uh, I don't know. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's a hot shot. Again, annoying as shit. He just watches TV all day. Slugworth, here he comes again to talk to him. We find out later on what Slugworth is telling them, but we'll save that for later. Don't want to spoil it. Again. <laughs> again. Uh, my favorite part of meeting Mike TV is when he talks about getting a gun. Oh, yeah. His dad goes, not, not till, till you're 12. 12. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? Because you that, make great decisions as a 12-year-old. Yeah. That, that dad definitely wasn't making great decisions ever. Well, with this, I like I love that there's like one parent that gives a shit and one that's like, whatever. Do you think the mom gives a shit? I she guess gives a, a, more, a, of more of a shit, shit than, than the, the dad. Yeah, gun to a twelve-year-old. Yeah, the dad seems kind of like an idiot, and then the mom for Veruca is just sitting there sewing. Yeah, and then she, and then yeah. she goes, "You're about to become very unpopular around here," which is a, another hilarious line. <laughs> yeah, in the that's movie. a good line. Speaking of great lines, we move on from there to get to a news anchor talking about the golden ticket, luck of the draw contest, and this guy has one. Of the better lines throughout the another, there's so many great lines in this movie. But the news anchor he goes one to go, and somewhere out there another lucky person is moving closer and closer to finding the last of the most sought-after prizes in history. Though we cannot help but envy him, whoever he is, and we might be tempted to be bitter at our losing, we must remember there are many more important things, many more important things. Offhand, I can't think of what they are, but I'm sure there must be something. I was laughing at that, man. That was good. This movie's great. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, cut to another scene. Grandpa Joe and Charlie. They're in. They're in bed because Grandpa Joe, of course, he can't move from his does. bed. Yeah. 
He whips out this chocolate bar. A little crotch candy. <laughs> Is that where he pulled it out of? Sure looks like that. Yeah, it kind of does. Where the hell did he get this thing from, though? Who is... Does he have a runner or something? because his ass did not get out of bed for that shit. No. Also, keep in mind, he has been in bed for 20 years. 20 fucking years. He doesn't know years. where the fuck you go get a candy bar? No. And his mom wouldn't have done it. Would have done it because she's broke as shit. She's broke, number one. Number two, she's not spending money on fucking candy bars. Or tobacco. Yeah. Charlie, he goes... Grandpa, that money was for tobacco. I'm just like sitting here. I told you, I'm giving it up. <laughs> I'm like sitting there watching. I'm like, God, you mean Grandpa Joe, you couldn't you spare the money for tobacco to get Charlie, I don't know. For 20 years? <laughs> well, yeah, that. But I mean, get him more than one chocolate bar, maybe? Or get I don't him more know. more than a fucking scarf for his birthday? <laughs> yeah. Weak, man. Weak. Yo, they hate Charlie. A little bit. I mean, I know that they're poor, but at the same time, it's like, come on, guys. What are we doing here? Great kid. Step up a little bit. It's his fucking birthday. It's his fucking birthday. Um, We got to a scene that the last case of chocolate bars has this golden ticket in it. Um, oh, the auction scene. Yeah. Turns out it doesn't have it in there. Doesn't. But then we get to a scene where... This is the scene we were talking about earlier. Arguably one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Yeah, go ahead and break it down. So what it cuts to is uh, a detective talking to a woman whose husband has been missing for three days, I think is what they say. It is. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And they get on the phone with the... Uh, criminals and it says they'll give your husband back for your case of Wonka bars and then you see her like her face turn and then she says how long do I have to think about it yeah that was like, what's more your husband's life or a case, of, case fucking of fucking chocolate bars Wonka bars that may or may not yeah. have the gold ticket god that was great that was great. It really funny stuff. Just like the the writing for that is incredible. Yeah, they keep throwing in those little scenes that don't necessarily pertain to the main characters, but are just super funny, man. And again, what we were bringing up earlier about, I, I'm pretty sure this is like a G or a PG rated movie based on a kid's book. That's not a fucking kid's joke. That's I mean, not going over. Kids are seventy-one. It might have been. Also, I mean, I think that I guess there might have been an underlying while well, writing this movie, like, hey, we, we can make this a PG thirteen movie, but also make it something enjoyable for the parents to watch. Maybe. No, I mean that makes sense. I, would you would you show this movie to your kids? Nothing really bad happens. They'd be terrified by that boat scene. I'm terrified by like five scenes in this movie, so maybe not yet. Maybe when they're like ten. Or something. It's ten years from now. Well, eight for my oldest. But whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Show to tomorrow. Okay, I'll get right on that. So after that phenomenal ransom scene, we find out that the fifth ticket is found. Where or did we find that? Yeah. Where was that? 
where was that found out though? Like through the news outlet or it something? It was on the news. Okay. Um. So then from there, that's when Charlie gets super upset and we see right. him in the classroom, correct? So we see our favorite character, the teacher. Yeah. Um, and they're all bummed out. And what he says is, "We're gonna switch the schedule. Our Friday is now Tuesday, so we're gonna have qu- we're gonna have <laughs> quizzes good. on stuff before we learn them." Yeah, that was good. That's great, and I love how he is breaking down. He's doing like math equations with the yeah. chocolate bars based. They go on, into uh, percentages. Yeah, based on how many chocolate bars the kids have each opened. You, Peter Goff, how many did you open? One hundred and fifty. That's 10% half over again, which makes 15%. Charlie Bucket, how many did you open? Two. That's easy. 200 is twice 100. Not 200, just two. Two? What do you mean you only opened two? I don't care very much for chocolate. Well, I can't figure out just two, so let's pretend you opened 200. Fucking teacher. (laughs) Yeah. And so Charlie is, again, down in the dumps. He's got his fucking teacher kicking dirt in his face because he only could get two chocolate bars. Yeah. It's like, hey, man, what what's a guy's, what's a kid supposed to do here? I got... Yeah, <laughs> fucking cuts him walking the street in that stupid fucking scarf that scarf, he got. Yeah. Felt bad, but man. But what's he see, Ben? He finds, he finds a little money. Which is the best money to ever get is free money. Free money. Hell yeah. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to press my luck one more time. I'm going to go buy some candy. I'm going to go buy some candy. Well, yeah. He's not even pressing his luck at this point because does he know that the final ticket was fake? or Not yet. Or it's like right. Not until after he buys it. Yep. Not until after he buys it. You're right. So he goes into the store where... The Candyman musical scene went down. Uh, the shop owner, of course, asks him to pay for the for the candy. He doesn't ask guess- the kids that could have afforded the candy, but he asks right. poor old Charlie to to pay for these two. Um, well, he gets the uh, the scrum umptious bar. Yes, and he fucking shoves shoves it, in his it mouth. down his throat. And then he has a, a little coin left over, so he gets a, he goes, how about just a regular Wonka bar? The one that my mom didn't get me. She got me right. the marsh. She got me the fucking <laughs> wrong candy. Um, so it cuts to him going outside. Everyone has their newspapers out going, oh, the fifth ticket is fake. It's fake. There's still one more. Yeah. And Charlie's like, wait, what? He turns a corner opens up that chocolate bar and bam he sees that golden ticket and i feel like he tries to do the smart thing by keeping it like to himself but some yeah, woman some crazy bitches comes and grabs them by the wrist yeah what he's like she he's got the golden ticket yeah so now he's assaulted twice so far in this movie dude he's yeah he takes a lot he takes a lot. Takes a lot, of, takes a lot of L's in this movie. Yeah, Charlie does. So he gets crowded by everybody there. Um, for some, why is everybody there again? Like, what are they all? Because they the were news? all reading the. New, I guess it was a newsstand or something out there. And that's when the news broke. I guess. Yeah. Well, the thing that was interesting to me. Uh, so she grabs him by the arm, 
you know, he's got the golden ticket. Some guy in the crowd goes, run for it, Charlie. How I the- think they that might have been his news boss. Really? Like the uh, newspaper. Okay. Like the route well, that boss. explains it then, because I was like, who the fuck knows this kid? Right. Who knows this fucking poor kid? <laughs> yeah. Luckily, he makes it out alive. I, you know. Until. In, in real life, I feel like somebody's stealing that ticket from him. Oh, but yeah, this getting, is <laughs> this is yeah. fantasy world. You're getting beat down for that ticket. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like getting a home run ball or something. But anyway, runs into Slugworth. And Slugworth, this is where we get it broken down for us that he wants the recipe or the the instructions on how to make any ever, information any info on the everlasting gobstopper this new piece of candy that wonka is creating that's supposed to take over the world basically and charlie is like uh all right man you're creeping me out i'm gonna go back home now yeah, we're in a dark tunnel and you grabbed me so <laughs> again Charlie gets grabbed. It's For a the cra- third time. <laughs> it's a fucking it's a horror movie, as you said earlier on in the podcast. Yeah. Jesus Christ, movie. man. It's like so many like suspenseful things. Um he brings the ticket home, and this is where we break into another great song. I've got a golden ticket. He he yeah, he tells every he tells the whole family. Nobody fucking believes him. Nobody believed him at first. I guess nobody did believe him oh, at first. Shit. Yeah, nobody believes that he gets the uh, he gets the ticket. Uh huh. But he shows them, and then it's like he gets to invite Grandpa Joe. He gets to invite one person with him, right? And he goes, "Hey, Grandpa Joe, you can come with me." I don't know why Grandpa Joe over yeah, top why would everybody. They pick him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe because other people just <laughs> don't fucking talk. I don't know that they said a single word throughout this whole movie, did they? Uh, Georgina did because she says when he gives him the scarf, they said, oh, we also turns needing it. And she goes, I put the little tassels on at the end. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I put the tassel. Oh, my God. This fucking scarf. Anyway, Grandpa Joe somehow... He's able to, you know, stand reclaim up. his youth and just stands up out of nowhere. Starts fucking dancing. Dancing and walking and, and singing. singing. I've got a golden ticket. And uh, ecstasy. Yeah. It's a it's a good song. It's a cool scene. I like it. Um, For sure. The thing that I noticed at the end of this song, this is a really nitpicky thing. Um the kid, he is pretty out of tune at the very tail end of the song. On the one hand, I make I feel like this makes the singing uh, more realistic because it's a kid singing, and he's not always going to be in tune, and it makes it like, yeah, it makes it more realistic. On the other hand, it's like you listen closely to it, and it's like that doesn't sound right. You should listen to it again. It's it's uh, like, like you know this is this guy's only role, right? 
Oh, is it? Oh, you didn't know this? No. Oh, yeah, this actor that plays Charlie, it's his only role. He tries to go on Broadway, fails. He ends up being a veterinarian. Oh, boy. In Arizona. Okay. This is the only movie he's ever been in. I thought he did a pretty good job in this movie, though. Couldn't agree more. I think he did good. Uh, It's a shame that it didn't didn't work out for him. Either way, the tour is the next day. The tour of the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. And this is where we meet Willy Wonka himself, Gene Wilder. As we talked about, he does that cool little flip in the in the beginning. The intro, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah man. He asked the director to do this. Great stuff. Um, let's everybody in. And um Artie hits him with a great line as soon as they walk in. But hurry, please. We have so much time and so little to see. Wait a minute. Strike that. Reverse it. Thank you. It just it builds the character that is Willy Wonka. Oh yeah. Just that like he's a fucking oddball. Just going all over the fucking place. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So right in the beginning, they get into the place and he reveals on his wall this huge ass contract to sign. And there's so many probably legalities and everything that go on into this contract. It's like the same thing when you sign away your life with an Apple agreement or something on iTunes. The best part is when they all go to sign it, like obviously some of the parents stop him. Uh, Mike TV's, Mrs. TV, I guess is her name. She goes to uh, to Wonka. I assume there's an accident indemnity clause. Never between friends. I like how Grandpa Joe says, sign away, Charlie. We got sign nothing away. to lose. Nothing to lose. That contract could have said, Fucking anything, and he just yeah, signed it away. Whole family, no yeah. problem. Don't care. What'd you say? Left us my chocolate. That's worth it. Just another, just another way, Grandpa Joe fucking up. Not, <laughs> not paying attention to anything. Not giving a shit about fuck. Yeah. Um. So they all sign it, and it's like, all right, we're off to the races now. Let's get going. Um. So they start going into the building or they're already in the building but they they make their way and they're like shrinking down or no is in it the shrinking? they're in the hallway where they get like yeah i was claustrophobic during this scene they're like stuck in a hallway and then it turns into a room that shrinks when and apparently this was a room that actually did shrink as you walked into it is what I read. Really? Yeah, they like build it out that way. Um, one of the great lines, though, that Willy Wonka says, he goes, What is this, Wonka? Some kind of fun house? Why, having fun? Like, that is incredible. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's so good. Uh, and then also leads into one of my other favorite lines is, you know, he goes, uh, The room you're about to walk in is everything is eatable. Does he say eatable? Eatable. <laughs> Which I love. It's good. I still use that like in my line of work now. I go, all right, this, this is totally eatable. We can eat this. Yeah. It's good. Eatable. But according to our Diginos, not everything in that room no. was eatable. No, no, no. So but this leads us to. To, yeah. 
the pure the imagination scene in the movie. My favorite song in the movie. I'm telling the listeners right now, this is the best music in the movie. This is the best song, and it is my favorite song in the entire there movie. It is. Look at it's, us, dude. For the first time, you ever. can't. You Episode can't deny nine. this fucking. We got it. You can't deny this fucking song, man. This song kind of the. I love this song. It. It has the emotion of like. Um, There's just so much innocence to this song. Uh, from yeah, it innocence, but for me, it's got a combination of sadness and happiness at the same time. The a way I could describe it, coming back to my boy Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins, it has this sound quality of a song like "Tonight Tonight." Where it's like there's a sadness to like the the chords and the melody, but also a happiness to it. If that makes yeah. any sense, like just the uh, way that it a, goes, uh, man. Yeah, there's a, a melancholy that says uh, he likes. He goes, I love beautiful songs with terrible lyrics, like with, with sad lyrics. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, also, I do think this is the uh, one of the coolest lines in this movie. According, also we play this in our intro. Where it is, hold your breath, make a wish, count to three. Yeah. It's so cool, fucking fuck cool. It, fucking so cool. fucking cool. Fucking cool scene, fucking cool song. And then, I don't know how everyone, but I love the stairs dance when he's going to the Oh, thing. yeah, that's great. Whips the camera and stops mm-hmm. everyone else from going. Yeah. Like, everyone's going at his pace, and then he lets them go. Incredible, <laughs> man. It's so good. So good. And then ah. keep in mind, like this was the first time that any of those actors saw the candy room. Yeah, I did read that. Like legit I... excitement. So what was this stuff for the most part actually edible though? The, uh, a third, or of the a room third of it was edible. Okay. So it was almost like a luck of the draw kind of deal. Yeah, like did, if they, they didn't, didn't know, know just... that's what I'm saying. Like it goes back to what I said during the Did You Know? Like yeah. that, the the teacup he drinks it was made of wax. Yeah. That's funny. not like sugar or candy. Mm-hmm. Wax. Wax. Tastes like shit. And like I was saying, like, as a kid, I mean, even now, if I walked into a room like that, I'd be like, Oh my god, this is awesome. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be sloppy seconds walking into <laughs> the I'd be candy like, room. Like, what temperature has this all been kept at? <laughs> Yeah, it's sick. Exactly. Like that one mom, she's like sticking her hand in the mushroom, like grab it. Slurping it up. Like, I don't know. I'd probably eat the the gummy bears. They looked all right. They look good to go. The the licorice uh, looked okay. Yeah. Gene Wilder's during this scene is like the best Willy Wonka because he's literally spreading cheer and like happiness. Like hitting the trees, having the gumdrops and shit all fall down. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he kind of uh, he has his reasons for being the way he is throughout the rest of the movie, and the reasons are the kids are being little shitheads. So he's yeah, gonna be the, the way. Yeah, he's like, hey, don't touch that. Oh, I'm gonna go touch it. I'm hey, go don't touch do it. that. It's like. And he's like, listen, man, okay, well, then you're going to have to deal with the consequences. Um, But, as you said, this is where he is just being like, hey, 
You guys can eat whatever the hell you want here. You're in the room. Gives, you, gives everyone the green light. Gives everybody the green light. Except, and here's where we move on, that chocolate river. Or what do you, is that a chocolate river? Is that yeah, what we want to call it? It's yeah. the, he's the only chocolate factory that mixes his chocolate by waterfall. That is right. He's like, hey, you guys can have anything you want here. Just don't be sticking your hands in this river. That's like, come on, man. Well, again, it's also like I love that it's a it's a running trait this entire movie. There's like one rule that you have to follow. Yeah, and, and none of these motherfuckers <laughs> do it. Yeah. So Augustus, he's in there just drinking away, <laughs> drinking away. Fucking. Also, keep in mind that was made of water, chocolate, Cho- and cream, and he's Ugh. actually drinking it. That. He ends up falling in there because that's what happens. Every kid ends up into some situation one way or another this as a kid this fucking scene scared the shit out of me when he gets stuck in that pipe i'm like it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie dude as a kid i'm i mean as an adult watching it i'm like this is pretty funny but because of what willy wonka is saying uh right what what, what's the line that i i tweeted this line well, the suspense. Is... Well, yeah. The spe- well, the, so there's two great lines. Okay, yeah. One of them is, is when he first falls in, and his mom asks him to do, like, "Will you please do something?" He goes, "Help, police, murder." Like, what's That's... he gonna do? <laughs> yeah. And then when uh, he gets caught in the pipe, and he's like, "What's it? the suspense is killing me?" Yeah. I hope it lasts. I hope it lasts. And he like is chewing gum. Chewing, pulls out a piece yeah, of gum and starts chewing. I hope it lasts. Dude, I love how big of a motherfucker Gene Wilder is yeah, this entire movie. Yeah, he just does, yeah. He's like, hey man, you guys put yourselves into the these situations. Yeah. I warned you. So, just, I mean, he has the hands out. He's like, help, please. Help, please. Murder. It's so fucking funny. Um, So Augustus, he gets stuck into that tube and he gets shot like all the way through. I forget where they said he it sends him but oh i did not forget okay tell me uh it says oh, the mom goes he's gonna turn into a marshmallow in five seconds he goes impossible he's not going to the marshmallow room he's going to the fudge room <laughs> another great line but yeah man as a kid i'm watching that going couldn't he drown isn't how's he gonna survive that as an adult i'm like oh this is just an all made up movie so right. don't worry also, about it. Also, Ben, we did skip, I think, a very critical scene in the movie. Um, before Augustus Gloop, that dumbass gets caught in the river, uh, the Oompa Loompas are introduced. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, let's talk about this. So the Oompa Loompas are from, uh, what's, I think it's Loompa Land? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Uh, Loompa Land and uh, the teacher goes, well, I'm a geography teacher. And he goes, oh, so you must know all about Loompa Land. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes I, I, I say them, the Wang Doodles would eat 10 Oompa Loompas for breakfast and not think about it. He goes, in secrecy, I transported the entire popula- population of Oompa Loompas. To my chocolate to factory. To my chocolate factory, yeah. I love the, the Fra- Wang Doodles would just eat ten Oompa Loompas. <laughs> what? It's like what? What world are we living in here? 
I also just I love the mindset, and I think the only other movie that has related to the mindset of Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka is Will Ferrell and Elf. It's like okay. the whole mindset where he's like he's like I'm a, I'm a oh so you know all about oh yeah yeah Cooper. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or like when he and he says like, Santa Santa yeah I know I know him, him. I know like him he, and really he actually does character. yeah yeah no that's a good comparison um but until I mean th- that whole thing is just like all my job teacher oh so you know all about it yeah that's good so fucking funny um. <laughs> Speaking of Oompa Loompas, we get to hear the Oompa Loompa song that comes around numerous times throughout the movie. It's a decent song. It's a funny song. It it fits the it fits the mood for what they're trying to go for when it comes to the Oompa Loompas. It's not I think a song. The Oompa songs are great. Yeah. Okay. I think I mean it, it's the you know it's the it's the lesson you could say in the movie like hey man he told you not to do this and here's a song <laughs> about it. That's a good it. point. Yeah. No. It's like oh you learn your lesson again. Oompa loompa. Yeah. Oompa. You're a yeah. dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> oompa loompa. You're a dumb fuck. I like that remix. <laughs> you like that one. That's good. That's good. So he's continuing the tour though. He's like all right. Uh, Let's get on this boat. It's like, all right, that sounds harmless. Nope. Again, this was a a full surprise to everyone everybody. In the cast yeah, but Gene Wilder. I did read that that their expressions were real because Gene Wilder was like going crazy on the boat, and the actors were like, "What the fuck is going on here? He's going mad." And um. He does a good job of portraying that because, again, another fucking scary ass scene, especially this is one as of a my kid. Favorite scenes, actually. Really? In the movie. Okay. I mean, it, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Uh huh. But like looking back, especially looking at what he says during all of this, uh huh, and the and the way that he says it is incredible. I know that he's like repeating something over and over again well, during what, this so scene. Gonna, do you want me to want to do the whole scene? Want to call the action? We don't need to do the whole scene, but so I just I just love how it elevates from as you can see the fear growing. Uh huh. He gets he gets louder and louder. Yes. Yeah. And the music gets louder, yeah. and the sound effects get louder, and everything too, during all yeah, that. I, I like the lyrics are like I mean. Like, is the Grizzly Reaper mowing? Yes, the danger must be growing because the rowers keep on rowing. Rowing. And they're certainly not (laughs) showing any sign of slowing. And, like... He's just, like, shouting. You can see him, like, as, like... You can see him start to crack, and that's why it's so good. And then, bam, we're already there. That was awesome. I loved it. Incredible. Scary as a kid, like you said, though. Genius also, for uh, adults to watch. Before, actually, I did skip one of my other favorite sarcastic lines. Okay, let's hear so it. So before they go into the tunnel, um, um, Violet Beauregard is picking her nose. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about spitting. Okay. And she goes, spitting is a gross habit while she's picking her nose. And Willy Wong goes... I know a worse one. Because she's picking her it, nose. Yeah. 
to get it. It's yeah. so fucking like what, I'm like, just like, yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> it's like one of those things like if you didn't catch that, like you have to watch it again. Yeah, you gotta watch, watch it, it again. To, yeah, Which that's like, good. I, like, I, like, I love it. The more times you watch it, the the, the, the more things that you pick, you pick up, up on. Yeah. And like so she literally has a finger up her nose. Like spitting is uh, such a bad habit. Yeah. I can think of a worse one. That was good. Fucking so funny. So we're in another part of the factory and uh he's going over some like new inventions some new candy that he's working on he has exploding candy for your enemy <laughs> like how is that going to be legal i don't this know this is another one of my favorite scenes <laughs> but... is because mike tv takes about the candy gets flown across the room oh yeah that was and he goes, still not strong enough still not... that was great um He's like walking around dropping shoes and random shit into these mixes of things. Hold on just... with that one again. Another like he throws a pair of cleats, soccer cleats into the thing. Goes, Why'd you do that? And he goes, because it needed a kick. Uh, Fucking hilarious, good. dude. That's good shit. And it leads into one of my favorite lines is he touches that one pot and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, was it too high? He goes, no, it's too cold. And, cold. He, and he throws a fucking, a fucking jacket, jacket into in... the fucking pot. <laughs> That's funny. I how did notice you, that this time. How, how, are, how, are, how are you laughing your yeah. ass off? It's, it's too so cold. fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it hot? No, it's too cold. So he throws a jacket. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. That's good. Um, during this scene... That's when he reveals what Slugworth has been talking about, the everlasting gobstopper. Um, there is gobstoppers in real life. Have you had one? I'm sure you have. Well, the round they, ones. The the, the, the baseball size one. No, there's those are jawbreakers. Well, I'm talking about like the uh, little actual gobstoppers. Yeah. Well, there was a whole candy line based off of this movie after the resurgence of this movie. I think, so, yeah, there was, but I think that was off of Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp movie that sucked. It was not good. Okay. Have you We're seen that one? About it. Yeah, unfortunately, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I saw it in theaters, too. But when that candy line came around, I actually liked the candy that came out. I had the Wonka bars. Um, the only thing that I liked about the Johnny Depp version was they had the 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 Willy Wonka W. He wore as a belt buckle, and I, I thought it'd be so cool to have the Willy Wonka belt buckle for okay. a long time. Johnny Depp still kind of want it, but okay. Johnny Depp. I like Johnny Depp. I didn't like him as Willy Wonka. He was he was like a weird, like just weird. It wasn't that dry humor that Gene Wilder brings. He was just being, like, creepy, dude. Anyway, let's talk about the Everlasting Gobstoppers a little bit more, though. This is a cool invention, I think, to have a piece of candy that lasts forever. But it's a terrible business idea. It is. Because guess what? You buy one, you're done. You Nobody's buying... Yeah. The kid's in the classroom. That kid bought 160-something chocolate bars. You know how many gobstoppers he's going to buy? Fucking one. Come on. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. Again, cool idea. Bad business idea, though. 
Um, oh, the other thing that I wish the Everlast... I wish, even if it wasn't an actual, like, everlasting piece of candy, I wish they made the Gobstopper look like it does in the movie. Where it's My like, question with that is, is, how would you do that in your mouth? Um, I mean, I... It'd just be like the size of a jawbreaker, maybe, and then you just like shove it in. It would just be just, an interesting shape. Just fuck your teeth up. I guess so. I mean, maybe you don't bite on it. Maybe you just let Come it on. sit there. Like it's you've everlasting. Ever not actually jammed a jawbreakers. I mean, I have, but <laughs> not until after like several hours. Anyway, I just wish I wish they had an actual candy that looked that shape, but probably never going to get it. Nope. Anyway, we move on into another room where he's talking to them about another invention that he's working on. The invention is some contraption where it makes a piece of candy that's like super small and then you eat it and it's like a three course dinner three course meal gum this is a great idea I'm totally on board with this I'd eat a piece yeah. of gum or whatever that would be a three course dinner until you get the dessert and then you'd eat a real dessert oh <laughs> you're saying in terms of the movie yep <laughs> yeah because it'll just turn you into what she turn into a, a blueberry? A blueberry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, yeah. So it's not like tomato soup, and then it gets to uh, what pot roast? Yeah. With, uh, with a baby thing, and then it goes with sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. A great like, violet. You're turning violet. Yeah, that was good. And then she has to get escorted to the juicy room because it's not like air or blood; it's juice. Oh yeah. And then he yeah. goes. It always happens when it comes to dessert. <laughs> I thought it was funny when... Um, I forget exactly what... I guess she was trying to take the gum and Willy Wonka goes, Stop. Don't. No, please stop. <laughs> don't. don't. Again, it's, it's like, how many times has he got it? He's like, he's not going to put up a fight. Right. He told, he told you, not, you to do it, and not to do it. And you to do it. Yeah. Speaking of, moving on, <clears throat> we move to the tasting wall where he's telling them, yeah, just lick away at this stuff. This is kind of gross. I mean... The snozberries. It's like snozberries. Yeah. <laughs> Another good scene. Um, I like the concept of the of the candy wall. Of course you do. Are you yeah. kidding me? I don't like. I, I like it for my like my personal wall. I don't like it in terms of. Let's go so on a rubbing tour. Rubbing your goddamn tongue over yeah. your wallpaper. <laughs> How many people have been to that particular wall? And they were nobody just... in three years. Nobody in three years. What are you talking about? They were closer three years for the tour. Oh, you're right. Did you watch this movie? Nope. Um, the next tour that comes around, though, it's they're going to be licking, <laughs> licking Charlie's <clears throat> mouth. 
via wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now we get to <laughs> what the fizzy lifting. I was just laughing of someone like Charlie watching someone lick the wall. I'm just saying, it's like, yeah, how's that taste, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> sloppy seconds. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, it's so now we get funny though. <laughs> Just yeah, just how does it that like, shit? Yeah, bitch, how's that taste? <laughs> uh, so stupid, but it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> how does that shit taste? Oh my god. <laughs> He's gonna be. He's going to be doing that though, because he's the owner of the. He's gonna, he's gonna lead the tour. Like, yep. I licked that wall. I, yep. <laughs> I know the snozzers like snozzers because I said it first. Yep. He Been did. There, got that. Got the factory. Let's yep. go. How you doing? Keep moving. Keep on. How you doing? Keep moving. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like you were saying though, get to the fizzy so, lifting drink, and this is where. Grandpa Joe, another stupid fucking idea. Just really steps it up in his scumbaggery and his just terrible influence on an innocent child who has been assaulted three times. <laughs> hey, Charlie, it's okay to drink a little bit. Come on. And then they start, you know, flying up flying to the up. ceiling. Almost die. I'm potentially dying. Yep. Idiot. Luckily, they figure out if they burp, they can come back down. It works out for them. But Grandpa Joe, what the hell, man? Shouldn't have yeah. done it. Yo, yeah, dickhead. Listen, we're here. This is a privilege to be here. And you want to fuck it up by drinking some soda? Yeah, and float around. I, after seeing Augustus get sucked up the fucking tube. Yeah. Violet turn into a blueberry. Turn a goddamn fruit. Wouldn't you be like, hey, man, maybe I better stay on the safe side here. Nope. Maybe we should follow the rules. Nah, doggy. I'm trying to drink this. Get my drink on. To be fair, I feel like it would be pretty fun to float around in that room. It looks like it'd be pretty fun until you get to the... To the fucking, <laughs> fucking fan. fan that would yeah. kill you. That would decapitate your ass immediately for fun, for fun. Yeah. exactly fans just doing his job it's not the fans fault yeah so that's their fuck up scene let's move on to another fuck up scene where uh what the hell is her name veruca salt veruca salt yeah my number one brat kid um this is where she is being a brat she goes into her song i want it now I'm not really high on this song. It's it's good. It's good for the scene. It's not a song that I'm going out of my way to listen to, though. Uh, I think it's very good, though. Like, it obviously fits the scene. It fits the character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want it now. Like, for I, sure. I, I, and I it sounds... Like, yeah. I agree with that. How um, are these... There is also a lot of very funny lines in this scene as well. Let's hear some. Um, well, after she obviously she like does the whole song, and then at the end of the song, 
she um, falls to the trash. Oh, yeah. And then and the then, line. And then uh, there's going to be a lot of trash today. That's what he says. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of trash today. And the line I was thinking of uh, was, uh, she was a bad egg. She was a bad <laughs> egg. <laughs> yeah. That hilarious. was good. Um, and then uh, the obviously the father comes down. He's like, well, um, he's like, it's burned every other day, so she has a sporting chance of surviving. How are these geese laying chocolate eggs again? Does Willy Wonka explain this, or do we just, just go like, with it? These geese are three times the size of normal geese, so they they lay three times the size of a different egg. That's pretty much what he says. Okay. That's about the That's deepest about thing as deep as yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of another great line where somebody's like, We're this many months away from Easter, and he goes, Shh, don't tell him that. Yeah, shh, don't tell him that. <laughs> I, I want to double it, up production or something. I want to double yeah. <laughs> incredible. Like Gene Wilder is he plays this character perfectly. Yeah. No, it's good shit. Um we move on to so Veruca saw she's done. We're down to two kids now. Uh what's Mike his name? Mike T V and Charlie. Mike T V and Charlie. We move on to the Wonka Mobile. This scene was <laughs> this scene was pretty funny. When he's like is he, did he fill up the car with like the drinks and stuff, or was that already filled? I think it was already filled. He talks about the the, the, the double carbonation sodas and things like that. Yes, yeah. And, and then, this was another scene where they did not know that they were getting like splashed and shit. So these are all true dude, reactions to. They're just getting like blasted with this like foam as they're driving along. And my favorite part is, is when they do the split screen and they show like the dirty end going to the clean end and there's and then it's just huge delay. And I yeah. fucking love it. And then they come out and they're like completely clean. Completely dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the, the car gets three quarters into the split line and then it's And then it comes out late. Yeah. yeah. That was good. I mean that was nineteen seventy one. That was probably pretty high tech back then. Pushing the yeah, pushing the old limit pushing there. The, yeah. The envelope. Um, so then we get to find out about Wonka vision. What the hell is the point of Wonka vision? Exactly. Dude. Candy TV. Candy TV. He's moving physical candy bars via TV. I don't, I don't understand that. Dude. He's the Elon Musk of chocolate. <laughs> he kind of is. It's just like, Hey man, I'm going to throw out a bunch of ideas See what sticks. And again, shit kid. It's like, hey, uh, I want to jump up there. I want to jump up there. Yeah. Let me be uh, in the TV. My name is Mike TV. Let My, me get up there. I, I want to be on the TV. Wonka goes, stop. Don't. Stop. <laughs> Don't. Again, just he gave just you all dead, the warning. But, yeah, and you are not doing it. And bam, gets shrunk. And the mom, yeah. like you said, she cares a little bit. I guess. I guess all the parents care to some degree. They just did a shitty job raising. Well, only them. one of them care. 
Keep in mind, the other one doesn't give a fuck. Oh, that's true. The other guy wants to give a fucking 45 cult minor to a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah, to a 12-year-old, yeah. Um, And then the tour just sort of ends. And so there's Charlie, only one person left, which is Charlie. Charlie and Grandpa Joe. Wonka is like, hey, all right, you guys can go on your way now. See you later. See you later. And Grandpa Joe, I have this written down, he kind of redeems himself a little bit. He goes, I want to find out what's wrong here because I want... (laughs) He's probably doing it for himself. He's probably not doing it for Charlie because he's a selfish guy. He he goes, I'm going to find out what's wrong. And he, he wants to figure out what the deal is with... The lifetime supply of chocolate, of chocolate that should be coming their way. So, this is something that I've wondered since the very first time I watched this movie. What? Why is everything split in half in the office? Two. Is that just like some like artistic thing that they did? What's the deal Hold here? On. I actually love this. I think it's incredible that everything is off is split in half. And some of it's not split the correct way you would want to split it. Yeah. That's what I love. Um, I think, I don't know this for sure, uh, but I think it's to um, portray the split personality that Gmod is playing throughout this entire movie. That's a good point. It also I'll can buy lead that. to like how he's like half empty because the company's been, it's been closed for three years and he's looking to give it away. Yeah, that makes sense. But also could just be like, hey, man, I want this character to be painted as a complete oddball. So everything is just half. half it. It, yeah, that's true. That's true. Which I think the scene does is it, it's my it's awesome. My is they, they look, look at the entire office and then they just cut in half. Yeah, it's an awesome scene. Um, Grandpa Joe is pissed, obviously. And Willy Wonka is like, hey. You guys fucked up just like the rest of them. You know, you drank fizzy lifting drinks. You don't think I saw you guys do that? Et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You lose. You get nothing. Good day. And uh, Grandpa Joe is like, you're a cheat and a swindler. And I have written down here, uh, no. Grandpa Joe, remember earlier on in the movie when you told Charlie just sign your life away because we got nothing else going on and then you broke the rules yeah and that then shit's on with, you just hits him with the I said good day yeah which oh. is something I still love to say to this day it's a great it's a great scene and it's something that I know it gets memed a lot online and gift a lot Maybe rightfully so, because it's awesome. I mean, I, it's a, when I said, yeah, it's an absolute slam the door in the face. I said, "Good day" is incredible. Yeah. Um, but then Ben, what happens? So what happens is, you know, they're like they they start walking away. As they're walking out the door, of course, Grandpa Joe, scumbag that he is, he goes, "All right." We're just going to give away the secrets to Slugworth. Yeah. He says that on the way. I'm like, dude, you're still fucking up. Luckily, Charlie has the sense to go. Um, 
you know what? I'm going to give him back the everlasting gobstopper because that will prove to him that I didn't steal anything. I'm a good guy. I wasn't in it for this. Yeah, I wasn't in it for this. Exactly. He's like, you know, Mr. Wonka, here you go. And Wonka, another great fucking line. He goes, So shines a good deed in a weary world. Just like, incredible. Just fucking killed me. I was like, So good. Good. I was like, Ugh. Just got me. It makes you want to be better. Yeah, I know, like man. That. It hit me in the gut. I'm like, ugh. Um, great, great scene. I love that scene, man. I love that. I love that end to that scene, where and then he's like, "You did it." We find out Slugworth was in it all along, the whole time, the whole time, and that they were just testing everybody, basically, and Charlie won. He won the whole thing. He won the contest. He won the fa- factory. Um, if we get to move on to the Wonka Vader, Wonka Vader, man, this Up, thing down. is dangerous as shit. Sideways, but they're like, "Fuck it, let's just press the red button and see what happens." I press every button except for this button. Yeah, I've been waiting for the right person to press this button. With. Boom! Let's oh. go through. What's he do? Breaks through the glass. Breaks through the glass. They're just flying up over top of the city. Of course, Grandpa Joe, again, just having to get in his fucking lines. Uh, Wonka goes, you can move in right away. And Grandpa Joe goes, and me? And me? Always all about, about me, himself. Son. God, I don't understand what his deal is, but okay. You got nice guy Charlie on your side. Thankfully for you. Regardless, that's the end of the movie. Willy that's Wonka. The and, the chocolate fa- and the Chocolate Factory. Great movie, man. Funny movie. Upbeat movie. Scary. Good shit. One of my favorites. I mean, I absolutely love me. I, you know, what's funny is I actually watched it a couple weeks ago, and then I watched it again today. And you just, I still love it. I, I will, I will stop my day to watch this movie as much as I like it. Yeah, I'll never get tired of watching it. I think it's so good. It is a really good movie. I think it does a good job of withstanding the test of time. Um, oh, for sure. I read the director didn't... It was either the director or the writer, one of the two, didn't want to shoot a lot of cars so that it did withstand the test of time in terms... Smart. Yeah. So, Love like, that. it doesn't date the movie. Um, But, yeah. That is the end. Let's take a quick break. And then we'll be back with a few questions. Bum, bum, bum. All right, Keen. So let's get to the questions. I think we already covered this. The best song and your favorite song in the movie. It's pure imagination, right? It's the best song in the movie. Yeah, hands down. We already broke it down. Um, it's a non-contest. What about your second favorite song, though? This one, I think, might be a little tougher for me. 
seconds. I mean, I would have to go golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. It's a toss-up between that and uh, Candyman for me. Uh, yeah, you know that I one's good. Candyman, then Candyman would be number, number two. Number yeah. three would be Golden Ticket. Yeah, yeah, those are the those are the top three for for sure. Um. Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you. The your your power rankings when it comes to brattiest kid. So Charlie is definitely like the least bratty. He's the best kid. He's the best kid. But who's the worst kid? Because you had a number one. Mike TV is the worst. Mike kid. TV. Now, do you have an explanation for this? Uh, well, even in real life, Gene Wilde identified as uh, the actor who played Mike TV, Paris Themen, mm-hmm. who was two. Two years younger from the rest of the cast was the worst of the child actors he'd ever worked with. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, then maybe I'd have to put him up there too. Then yeah, so he's the biggest piece of shit, <laughs> like in real life. In real life, plus he's a shit kid plus in the he's movie. Like watching, he wants a gun when he's twelve. Yeah, that's true. But Veruca Salt, Veruca I mean, Salt, the yeah, morally is the worst. And then. Violet, I guess, would be. That's her name, right? The one that turns yeah, into Violet, a blueberry. I Violet would put her Bart. above Augustus because he just does. He just seems like a dumb. Augustus is just a fat ass man. He's just. He's just sort of dumb. Yeah, he's um, eat all the chocolate. Yeah. Um, so Mike TV, Mike TV, Veronica Salt, uh, Violet Beauregard, um, Augustus Gloop, and then Charlie Puckett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think that's a fair ranking of the worst kids to the best kid, or other way around. Um, let's get to the main question: Does the movie make the music, or does the music make the movie? What do you got? I think the movie makes the music. I agree. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, here's the deal. There's so many great one-liners. I feel like this movie could hang on its own even without the music. That said, the music is really good. It I don't got, think that it could it could do with every song except it would they would they would need to have pure imagination. Yeah, yeah. Do they have it in the Johnny Depp version? Oh no, I think the music is like different in the new the new. I haven't watched it in such a long time. I remember seeing it going like, oh, yeah. this wasn't good. No matter, it sucks. Yeah, the music in this I, I movie. I watched it one time because I refused to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's not as good as the first one. Um, the music in this movie actually got nominated for like an Academy Award or something too. So it shows how good Did the music is. I don't think it won. I think it, I just read it was nominated. But regardless, the movie makes the music because the movie is just so good. It's such a good movie. So this funny. might be my favorite movie that we've done so far. Wow. That's high praise. Big. I mean, here comes a big rating. Yeah. What's the final grade? A sharp. A sharp. <laughs> Sound of I love this movie. I have great memories of this movie. I can watch it anytime, anywhere. I quote it all the time. Like, I love it. It's really good. 
to the point where I'm surprised that I don't have a Willy Wonka tattoo. Wow. That's super high praise. I've thought about it. Yeah. Wow. I thought I'd get a Wonka Vader tattooed on me, but that guy from BuzzFeed did it, so I can't do it. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, I'm going to give it probably like an A-flat just because the the Charlie song was awful. Oh, it was just one song. Yeah. That song was terrible, and it shouldn't have been Come in the on. movie. Come on. Shouldn't have been in the movie. And Come on. Come other than on. that, really good movie. It's uh, good stuff, man. It's really great. It's really great. Speaking of great movies. What do you got, Ben? I think we're going to be talking about another awesome music movie A next week. something special for our 10th overall episode. I want to thank... I guess Ben probably does too, whatever. I want to thank all you guys for listening. Everyone on Overcast, everyone on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much. Rate reviews on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram. Ben, what's our website? Musicmoviespod.com. Go what's there. The Twitter? We are on Music Movies Pod there too. How about you sliding our DMs on the gram? What's that, Ben? Is that Music Movies Pod as well? It sure is. All right. Get at us there. But yeah, next week, we're talking about... We might be talking about one of the best music movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the music, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but the music is really good. It's a little movie called Purple Rain. And we might even have... Not not a special, Not a special guest. Not a special guest. We already have the special guest, but... Every episode. Yeah. But we might have a super fan. Super fan. (laughs) That's what we're calling him. Super fan on the episode to break down the film with us. And I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you guys are But we also may not. The only way to find out (laughs) is by liking and subscribing the Music Movies podcast on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM. And give us a five-star rating. We got like eight of them right now. Let's get that number up to ten by next week for the tenth episode. I'll tell you what. If you guys do it, I'll punch Ben right in the face and we'll videotape it. But I'll take right down through something. the screen. I'll punch him right but... in the face. <laughs> All right. On that note, everybody take care. See you next week. Thank you, guys. Peace.